0: Hi everybody! Welcome back to the freaking awesome podcast. I am your host Anthony, and we've got a uh, Matty Matt here today.
1: Hey yo, how's it going?
0: And this is episode twelve.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> let's kill that bass head. Huh? All right, let's do this. I'm on the air, we on the air, we got this pockets flow It's me and Tony on the mics, we gotta let you know Of current events, little gaming, sprinkling some entertainment We stay humble, but our moms still think we're famous Turn up the bass and baby, maybe let that magic flow Our spoken word is all the things you really wanna know Having a good time on the show, t and Maddie G Tune in and hit subscribe and join us on the FAP
0: All right, so we got the formats a little bit different today. Unfortunately, Matt and I couldn't uh, get together in the regular sense in the studio, but uh, we are connected uh, online to each other, and uh, we're going to do this anyways.
1: Yeah, we're coast to coast in, except right. we're both on the same coast.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, uh, you know, <laughs> did, did did a little vacationing, and that kind of uh, threw uh, um, the old uh, iron in the, in the gears, but... Uh, we're kind of back at it, and we want to make sure that you guys didn't miss an episode. So, uh, Matt, what have you uh, What have you got for news today?
1: Oh, I have some fun news today. Excellent. Um, <laughs> that was dramatic. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know if it's that fun, but it's pretty – I thought I found it fun. Okay. Um,
0: I got some fun ones. So. Cool. All right. Let's well, hope I'll we didn't start, get the, the same news.
1: Yeah. So, this one, I, I don't know if you've heard about this one yet, but um, – I had to post it. So, it's not necessarily like a full article. The article was really kind of like um it was just it went viral on Twitter and it's kind of like uh it, it's about a little girl's christmas list.
0: Okay. Um
1: and uh so there was a bit of an article on it and um here I'll I'll just kind of j- jump in. Um so Uh, this is a 10 year old girl. I'll give you the backstory because it's not really like a full fledged article. So 10 year old girl from Los Angeles, um, put together this Christmas list and her mom, her mom, I guess posted it on Twitter and entitled it, uh, my 10 year old daughter must be out of her mind with this Christmas list. And, uh, so you start digging into it a little bit, and like here, here's here's the list. This is what made me laugh and kind of gravitate. So All right. the start of the start of the list is iPhone 11, AirPods, the new MacBook Air, a real bunny, a hydro flask, some clothes, some makeup, some pink Pumas, some Gucci slides, Chanel purse, perfume, <laughs> essential oils, American Girl doll, new shoes, earrings and jewelry, checkered vans, GoPro. Pink duck top, blue food coloring and laundry detergent, clothes for a bunny, $4,000 cash, <laughs> uh, a, a doll camper, a, a doll camper's uh, big sister, chalet, new sheets and a cover, and an alarm clock. <laughs> like, uh,
0: okay, okay. So I got <laughs> I to got, I say, so there's a lot of things on that list that are definitely like 10-year-old, 12-year-old girl. Like, I could totally see, right? But Right. But... First of all, the essential oils and the four thousand dollars cash. <laughs> Those are the ones that jumped in at me, saying, "What the fuck is going on here?"
1: And apparently, she's she's uh, going to get up early to to hang out with all this new stuff because she's got the alarm clock. <laughs> oh my god, that's crazy. Uh, anyways, yeah. So that that I don't know. It just got. I was I was kind of browsing through my usual. Uh, circuits and and I came across that and it it just made me chuckle and uh having kids and and you you know what it's like too yeah you know, actually you'd know better because you have little girls but
0: yeah yeah but I mean they're definitely not asking for essential oils and, and fucking Gucci bag <laughs> yeah and four thousand well, dollars yeah, in, cash. $4, in cash holy shit uh, okay
1: <laughs> all right yeah
0: so I found something that was super funny um. And yet I, I could kind of sit back and be like, okay, I can relate. So the title on the article was a mission again, man defends apartment with a battle axe.
1: Oh my God.
0: Yeah. Sweet. Um, yeah. I'm just like, yeah, this is, this is pretty cool. So, yeah. like, because you never know what you're going to need to be prepared for in life. <laughs> right. Um, you know, there's
1: a battle axe, which is fun. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so Ben Ball, he's a 36 year old man who lives in Michigan um, on the 5th, his home was invaded by a convicted felon. He used a battle axe replica to keep him at bay. Um, so 33-year-old Alex Laval Rawls uh, is in jail uh, f- facing a first-degree home invasion. Um, but the funniest thing about this article was uh, apparently... The, the, the felon that tried to break into his place used to date his roommate, used to date this, this homeowner's roommate and thought that the person was still there. Um, they had long since moved out, but the, the owner of the house was in his apartment or his, his apartment, um, playing video games and watching Rick and Morty when the guy kicked in the door. Now the, the homeowner thought he had a gun. So the first thing he did is he grabbed the axe that he has on his wall and then s- stepped at him and, and then hit him in the chest. And the two started <clears throat> grappling back and forth and like basically destroying the apartment and there was blood everywhere. And, and the, um, uh, eventually the, uh, the, the homeowner was able to call the police and they followed the blood trail and they apprehended the, the guy who broke into the apartment but uh, apparently, even though this was a replica, like he, he full on smoked him in the chest and caused serious injury to the guy. Really? Uh, yeah. A- and, um, That's... he, this, Hey, this... man,
1: you know the number one rule you don't bring a gun to a battle next fight. Right. <laughs> so, but the funny <laughs> thing is
0: so this, this, uh, this guy who owns the place. Owns also like a lot of weaponry, and and he's he keeps them around his apartment, and he's a huge fan of like Vikings and barbarian warriors and stuff. So when he's not working at Applebee's, he participates in events <laughs> where they <laughs> compete in ritualized combat, <laughs> and and he he had this double-headed carbon steel battle axe that was homemade from. A guy that I guess had long since passed, but he he keeps it there and he calls it his baby. So of course, it's the first thing he does is is grabs his baby and starts swinging at this guy.
1: <laughs> oh, 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 oh. You've always <laughs> wanted to see blood, yeah. Yeah. So that's crazy. I was just like, do you Holy... think you could convince Kelly after that story to let you keep your lightsaber in your right. room?
0: <laughs> <laughs> let me it's tell you, it, it it it's it's a sore spot in this house. But that that lightsaber saying it, it's so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's awesome.
0: All right, what else you got?
1: <laughs> um, so this was a little tidbit that I had heard, but I don't know if you've heard about this. But uh so apparently, apparently there's like a secret drink at Tim Hortons. So this is for our, for oh. our, uh Canadians and and upper state Americans, but yep. um apparently there's a secret code drink at Tim Hortons called the Gretzky. Okay. And it's nine cream, nine sugar. Ugh. Cause Gretzky was number ninety nine, right? Yeah, yeah. So have you heard about any of these like off menu secret things? Like I've heard of a few different other restaurants doing it, but I was curious if you've yeah from it's time very-
0: to time to time I come across these secret menu things that you can you can order that you know nobody knows about but they have them there uh I think Burger King is well known for some of these um especially like there's like a i think a a seven patty or a twelve patty uh burger that you can get um i I guess that the funny thing is. Uh, the Gretzky, um, oh, you know what? Actually, I, I actually, yes, I had just heard one recently. It's at Starbucks. Uh, you can get okay. what's called the Cinderella. And what is the, that? The Cinderella was a pumpkin spice latte that had white mocha in it.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's genius. That is genius. <laughs> See, oh you, my God. Apparently See, you, it that.
0: wasn't labeled, but you can go up to Starbucks and ask for the Cinderella latte, and that's what you would get.
1: Okay, I'm so basic. I'm, you know what? I'm gonna, I think Ashley likes that shit, so I'm gonna see if see if they'll do it. That's yeah. genius. As long
0: as you didn't pass the the pumpkin spice time, right? I think we're get, we're nearing that. If anything, yeah, yeah. I think. Well,
1: yeah, yeah, because they start to get into their their Christmassy drinks, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. But you know what? I digress for a second. Who the fuck wants nine cream and nine sugar in a coffee? I mean, you're not even drinking <laughs> coffee anymore. Saying. You're you're <laughs> drinking condensed milk.
1: <laughs> I just walk in. I'm like, was Gretzky like? Did Gretzky have diabetes? Like, what? <laughs> right? <laughs> What's going on here? Uh, that's just so disgusting. It, <laughs> uh, yeah. It, yeah. That's that's. Yeah, man. That, that's not even coffee at that point. You'd have to drink like an extra. You'd have to ask for like a Cambro. Yeah. <laughs> for that to balance out, right? <laughs> so, oh my crazy, God. Yeah. That's disgusting. But, uh, oh, you know who else has? I heard McDonald's has one. uh Lancy and Air Burger. You heard of that?
0: I haven't. No.
1: Yeah, so I guess they have one called Nancy and Air Airburger. It's a burger patty, uh fillet of fish and McChicken all in one burger. <laughs> you know, so. I
0: just found about out about the McGangbang.
1: What? <laughs> if you
0: order a McDouble with a junior chicken patty in between the two patties, it's called the McGangbang. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: <my God. laughs> <laughs> I hope our listeners go going over this shit because yeah. A, A, if you get it, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> and B, if you don't and you asked for it, it's still fucking
0: awesome. <laughs> you know what? The funny thing is how I found this out was um I had ordered a McDouble and a junior chicken, but I didn't want all the buns. So I was like, ah, fuck it. I'll just put the chicken into the into the McDouble, right? And then yeah. I was telling my friend about it. And I was like, oh, it was actually really good. I kind of just ate it together. And he's like, oh, the McGangbang. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about, Willis? And and he's like, no, it's it's a real secret menu thing that... You order the McGangbang if they put that junior chicken patty between the two beef patties.
1: (laughs) That is amazing! Oh my god, dude! I'm gonna ask for that because I actually get like I like I like I don't mind Mickey D's. Like we don't have it all the time, but once in a while, um, I've tried a few other things that are kind of. I don't get the same thing every time. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, I, I'm I'm gonna try that person. I will I
0: will forewarn you right now. If you pull up to drive through and ask for a mick bang and <laughs> you either a get refused service or b the cops show up, that is not my fault.
1: <laughs> Dude, okay, I'll get Ashley to film it and then I'll put it on the uh, the freaking awesome podcast Facebook.
0: <laughs> we'll post up on everything.
1: <laughs> oh my god, that's, that's good. so
0: good! You totally have to do this. I'm going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I got another article. And this one I I love. I love this article. Not only is it absolutely ridiculous, but for years I've been asking for one of these. Uh, so British authorities scramble to find a stolen solid gold toilet.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> so somebody lost one?
0: So apparently the toilet, which is titled America is a work of art by the fifty-eight year old <laughs> Italian artist Maurizio Catalan. Oh uh,
1: dude, you know that was such a shot at America because the guy <laughs> wanted his shit all over them. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> um it's been installed for an exhibition at the England's Benheim Palace, and it was happened earlier this week. Um so apparently someone stole the toilet. And the the craziest part of it is the toilets actually plumbed in,
1: Whoa. so it
0: actually functions.
1: <laughs> that's
0: dedication, right? The toilet estimated worth is one point two five million dollars.
1: Holy shit! No pun intended, right?
0: the The result <laughs> of it being removed caused extensive damage to the palace, um, and and the uh, apparently it's like a, a heritage site and the birthplace of Winston Churchill, but. Um, the, the, so they found the guy, and, and they, were like, they were like, wow, this is like a crazy – it must have been a crazy heist to be able to pull this thing, right? So it was a 66-year-old man uh, was arrested in connection with the, that toilet being stolen. The, but the best – I think the thing that really grabbed me about the whole article was before it was stolen, visitors could book three-minute appointments to use the toilet. <laughs> That's awful. Which, which truly was like, who doesn't want to shit into a twenty-four karat gold toilet? But at the same time, it's like, who had that much money to spend one point two five million dollars on a twenty-four karat gold toilet?
1: Yeah, dude, that's insanity,
0: right? And and then to really thumb it in America by
1: calling the toilet America. <laughs> did they did they catch the guy or? Yeah, yeah, and they got the toilet back. Oh, was anybody hurt? Because I, I wouldn't want the guy to go down for third degree murder. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> nope, no. Apparently, it was it was a pretty uh a pretty cut and dry case, but um, <laughs> but but
1: uh, it, wasn't, it it wasn't wet and dirty.
0: <laughs> nope, <laughs> no, it was definitely wet work. But it, <laughs> yeah, it was definitely wet. Work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. So oh, I man. I gotta tell you, I, I just um. It's just absolutely amazing. I I always joke with people and and be like, well, you know, if I had that much money, I'd have a solid gold toilet bowl. But uh, or or my kids would be like, oh, I want this, and I'm like, yeah, I want a solid gold toilet, but I don't see that right? anybody making one of those. <laughs> Apparently, someone made one of those.
1: <laughs> it's the expression.
0: Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, I might I might have to post this picture up. It's a pretty impressive looking toilet. I want to see it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll I'll, I'll post it up. You got to look at that. That's pretty cool. Sweet.
1: Cool. Nice. Nice. Um, well, I have um, this one's uh, an article actually. Okay. So um, the article reads: "Fat Shaming?" Question mark. Mm. Russian man loses air miles for sneaking chubby cat on the plane. <laughs> 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 so this is actually pretty good. I, I this is it's elaborate and I love it. So, I'll read the article here. So, a Russian man lost air miles after he snuck his fat cat on board a plane by switching him for a slimmer counterpart during the check-in process. <laughs> so, Mikhail Galen boasted on Facebook about how his feline pal Victor was fat shamed because he couldn't check on the, into the passenger cabin on the plane because he was too big. The alleged shaming took place during a layover in Moscow from Latvia. Um, according to Galen, Victor had fattened up to 10 kilos... Uh, were, we're typically they're only allowed eight kilograms, uh, into the cabin space. So, not okay. wanting to leave his buddy behind, Galen hatched an elaborate plan. Uh, not wanting Victor to fly in the luggage hold, the traveler went to the airport the next day with his cat and a cat double and its owners. So, <laughs> Galen successfully checked into his flight after switching Victor the fat cat for Phoebe, Phoebe the miniature kitty. The cat swap, however, broke airline rules, a spoke, a spoke. Uh, spokesperson for Aeroflot told um, the France Press because this was in, uh, I guess they picked it up in France, Yeah, uh, the story. And uh, the incident triggered an investigation. Aeroflot said surveillance footage showed the feed line swapping and as a result the guy, they took the guys 370,000 air miles away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, first
0: of all I think that like kudos for for like you got a loving pet, and you really want to hold on to that pet. You want to bring it with you. But I feel like if that cat was coming in and sitting in the cabin next to him, how skinny do people have to be if an 11-kilo cat is getting thrown off the plane for being too big?
1: Like, I'm sorry, did the people
0: in Russia have to be, like, 20 pounds? Like...
1: Well, that's and that's what I'm thinking too. Like ten kilos is 22 pounds. Yeah, is, I it's think not just, much. What, 2.2 pounds in a kilo, right? Something like that. Yeah. So, it, so it's like 22 pounds. That's not that big of a cat.
0: No, it's not so, throwing the plane off balance. So, I, I mean, I'd be, if anything, more pissed if the cat was yowling the whole trip. But if it's a quiet cat, it's like I think that's just ridiculous. That I, that, I is a, that is that is a case of fat
1: shaming a cat. You rat bastard! Yeah. I know. I know. Fucking fat, fat, shame that poor cat. Jesus. <laughs> so, anyways, I, I, uh, I, I just had to laugh at that story because it's like I've never heard, I've never heard anything like it. Yeah,
0: so. yeah, that's that's insane. Um, okay, so, I have, I have our first news article that is sport related.
1: Ooh. I know.
0: Look at us, we're getting fancy. <laughs> so. Uh this I don't know if you've heard about this, but this is super funny. Um there is uh what's called ultra running. Um there's people that compete in the world that's called ultra running. And this uh this woman, um give me ten seconds, I've got to remember what her name is. Camille Camille Heron. That's what it is. Camille Heron uh broke her own world record uh for the longest run in twenty-four hours. Uh, she ran. Um. Oh, jeez, what was it? Uh, 168 miles in 24 hours. That sounds terrible. That is the equivalent of six and a half consecutive marathons, with an average that... time of three hours and 44 minutes a marathon.
1: That's dude, that's crazy.
0: Yeah, yeah. The best part of this. Woman's racing is sh- she was fueled by beer and burritos.
1: Oh, that's that's more <laughs> like it, right? I was gonna say, I'm starting to feel bad, man. I get fucking grumpy when I have to walk upstairs to the fridge. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs>
0: like so, so 24 hours running now, she wasn't first place, she was sixth place overall, but she still broke the world record, um, for the amount of distance, so then- I guess.
1: How is that even possible now
0: um, so I don't think it's a matter of distance in this race it's it's a um it's the amount of time you can complete within twenty four hours
1: oh, so she's so she must have won one but also had other running in
0: yeah and and so the the thing is people have the ability to stop and go to the bathroom, you can lay down, you can do whatever you want in that time period, but you you have to. You have to basically run, right? And, and, uh, so this, so the article title or, or the, the caption from it was, I puked, I shit myself, and I collapsed. It was great. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> it was great. <laughs> and, and
0: so she apparently, uh, couldn't find a place to sit to, to, or to, to I guess they've got like squatting bathrooms because this is in France that this run yeah. happened. And, um, because they were all full of the other 350 athletes or whatever that were running this thing. Um, there was only three regular toilets for all those athletes. Um, so she just kept running and essentially shit herself while she was running. Wow, and and that eventually they they stopped her and said, "You you have to go and shower before you can carry on." <laughs> be, because no,
1: just let me go.
0: Yeah, yeah. So she basically ran, switched out food cups with for makeshift burritos and beer, and and basically ran this race. I I mean, I can totally see why I mean, you shit who yourself shits after. <laughs>
1: and then goes, hey, you know it'd be great. A fucking burrito. I, I think
0: she probably <laughs> shit herself because of the burrito and beer. <laughs> yeah, like, let's be weird. honest. First of all, you're exhausted. You ran 168 miles, which is just unheard. It makes me want to puke just thinking of it. Yeah. Um, but then you're eating burritos and drinking beer. Like, I don't know anybody who can sit at a bar, eat burritos and, and drink a beer or multiple beers without shitting themselves at some point. So that's I feel crazy. like that really wasn't well planned. Fool uh, food protein for running a race, <laughs> but right, you still worked. Broke a world record, so whatever. Well, good for her. Yeah, yeah.
1: Good for her. <laughs> that is amazing. That's a great story, man.
0: Yeah, that that's crazy.
1: Oh uh, yeah. Well, now you know. I, I guess beer and burritos is uh, is just what we need. To yeah, eat, to... health
0: nuts don't don't. <laughs> don't shame us for for drinking beer and eating burritos. Apparently, yeah. I could fucking win marathons eating <laughs> shit.
1: Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome.
0: Cool. Uh, uh,
1: you still yeah. have a, another article? Oh, uh, no,
0: I don't have any articles, but uh, definitely uh, got some stuff in the tech world.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Why do you start then, and uh, right. you want me to kick it off? Uh, no, you kick it off. All right. Um, well, th- we might have some of the same stuff. I bet you we do. Uh, I think we do, like yeah. obviously, um stadia launched this week, yes, that's one of my um, yeah, yeah, I figured it'd be on yours as well, just because it's such a pivotal moment, but well, we talked about it
0: not too did... long ago, and we were yeah, both excited yeah, we... to see how this would come out, and apparently it it's it didn't do fantastic for a launch,
1: no, and that's kind of <laughs> literally uh, my my kind of notes and uh, my my episode notes say Google Stadia. A fucking disastrous launch because <laughs> yep. yep. apparently it's been terrible. Um, so what I've heard is uh, a lot of latency issues, mm-hmm. uh, even on super fast connections. Yeah. Um, a lot of people having issue and, and part of it, I think, is just communication. Um, but a lot of people, for some reason, thought it was going to be, you know, when you paid that money and you got your kit, you were going to get some gains with that.
0: Okay. And it came well, with nothing, eh?
1: Yeah, and that's Kid how controller. it works. I think it yeah. came with one um, kind of exclusive game. Okay, but I mean that does not justify one hundred and sixty nine dollars. Um, and I think that was U.S. Well,
0: I don't know. It does, doesn't it? If you think about, like, you go out and you spend four to five hundred dollars on a console, and and with this you're paying one hundred and sixty nine U.S., but you're getting um, the service, the controller, and uh, there was also um, some type of USB or HDMI plug-in device, right?
1: Yeah, but think about. I guess. I guess, and maybe this is. I'm biased based on information that I kind of already know of things that are coming, but like I'm just going to use this as an example. So Xbox has been working on the same technology, and it's called Project X Cloud. Okay. And for they've they've there's been some leaks on what they plan on pricing it as, and it's about the same. Okay. Uh, Maybe a slightly cheaper than Stadia, but you get like access to 180 games Uh, off the right off the bat. Yeah. So your subscription covers the service and the entertainment. And I I really think Google fucked the model. I I really don't think that this model is attractive for people. Um, You're you're it's funny because. It is good value when you think about it. If you wanted to buy, build a really nice gaming computer that could play uh, 4K games at 60 frames, you're looking at two grand easy, right? Yeah. Yep. So the value is definitely there. Uh, you know, the, whatever I think it's ten bucks a month, American, so thirteen Canadian. Um, you know, and, and and indefinitely every month uh, to, for access to the services. Yeah. But <clears throat> which is tremendous value when you actually look at it. Mm -hmm. But then you have to uh, you have to rebuy all your games if you're already in like for a new person starting out who doesn't know anything. Yeah, uh, this might be a good purchase. Problem is, is that. Every single person has a console or or PC at this point, so you're really trying to tackle an audience that doesn't exactly exist.
0: Yeah, fair enough.
1: And that's my that's my argument on, on on. that and, and that's just because I think Google doesn't they haven't been in the gaming space. They mm-hmm. don't know they don't know any better yet. But
0: but you know, the launch of every type of console out there, there's always drawbacks, there's always bugs, there's always massive updates afterwards. I, I kinda felt like this is one of the reasons why I didn't purchase it to begin with for a launch, because I knew there would be bugs, I knew there would be like latency issues. Um I, I still think that there's there's good potential and no doubt people who purchased it will probably get some type of credit or or a gaming credit or whatever for hanging in there um i don't think it's it's a waste i think there's still going to be a lot of good things to come from it um it's just when you put money out when you get all hyped up and people have been waiting this for so long you know that there's that disappointment factor and and just like everybody knows in the in the sales market um you know for every disappointing experience you have you're going to tell on average 14 people about how shitty it was um yep you know so out there you've got a massive buzz of bad um you know, uh, bad press basically. Yep. So I, I think I'll, I'd still I'm still going to watch it. I'm going to still see what comes out of it. But um, it was it was just a disappointing, and I, I thought it would be a good article that we talk about, considering we had um, brought it up before launch. That we you know we keep our eye on it.
1: Well, and uh, I will not deny by any stretch that it is definitely the future. The technology, the technology driving it, is the future of gaming. Eventually, it will be everything will be streamed. It's the way things are going. Yeah. Microsoft already trans like steam is already doing servers it. Yeah. are already going the way of the dinosaur. Everything is cloud based Yeah. assets are all always, you know, it's cheaper for big companies to put the expensive hardware in themselves. Yeah. Uh, and, and carve you off a slice of it than it is to buy your own stuff and build. So yeah, it definitely is the future and maybe in, you know, 10, 20 years, um, You know, you'll you'll have like a little box maybe just to connect to the Internet uh, and and everything else will be be streamed. Yeah. But I just think that the other the other argument, this is the one because I I wanted to read into it. I wanted to find out why people were so upset, because when I was reading, man, it was like 95 percent negativity and like five percent optimism. So when I see something like that, I'm like, okay, what is so fundamentally wrong here um, with this launch? And I think the other thing, too, is it, it's a trust thing. Um, yep. Alphabet slash Google has a crazy track record of creating things and then just outright canceling them. Mm-hmm. Um, and the problem with that is when you're investing, uh, you know, 80 bucks a game into this ecosystem and, and there's no like it, it. People are so hesitant to invest and if they decide, oh, Stadia didn't make it; it's not making us enough money. We're going to just cancel it. Do you think? Do you think any of those people are getting their money back for those games?
0: Yeah, no, that's, that's not not a
1: in a million years.
0: Nope.
1: So, and that's the problem with with uh, with that's that's the the, the double edged side of the sword on uh, software as a service is that you know if they decide to close up shop, you have no ownership of, of digital assets. Mm -hmm. So you're fucked. Yeah. So anyways, yeah, for sure. What, um, it it looks cool though. Like the thing is, it's like when I saw it and it's working well, Mm -hmm. because I saw a few demos where it was working well, it's ingenious.
0: Yeah. I I think there's a lot of potential. I feel like it's a system that will be amazing and say another few months time where they iron out all those bugs. Um, it'll still be a good contender, and it's going to make all the other uh, platforms out there really reconsider what they're doing.
1: Oh, for sure, and and it's <clears throat> they're first to market, which is always awesome. Yep. Like it is really, it is. They always say that being first to market is is you know always it's mostly a positive thing in most cases, mm-hmm. um, but. I think that they're about to get hit also with tremendous, tremendous competition.
0: Oh, um, yeah, I mean, I think even PS 4 that they were thinking about
1: going. They, that oh, route. they are PS Now. Yeah. They've already. Oh, they're that's already right. Working yep. on it. Yeah, that's right. And then, uh, and then Project X Cloud, which is Xbox version. Yeah. So you've got the two big players. Steam. Steam is already working on one. Um, I, I've seen leaks uh, <clears throat> pointing to that technology. Uh, already being worked on mm-hmm. so you've got the literally the three biggest entities in gaming um have been working on this and it's great that at uh, google was first to market but they need to they need a hook man they need a uh, they need a reason for people to stay yeah. and invest yeah and from what i could see so far i'm not seeing other than the fact that they're the only ones doing it right now i'm not seeing a reason to and that's scary Mm-hmm. yeah Definitely. So, um, speaking
0: about new launches, uh, Disney plus just launched and yeah, uh, that... the funny thing in that is, uh, thousands of Disney plus accounts were, were hacked and sold online for as little as $3. I heard about on this. that launch. Yeah. So within hours of the streaming services rollout, um, hackers commandeered the accounts, locking out their owners and changing the login credentials, and uh And basically selling them online for like three bucks a piece the, huh. the the disney plus servers crashed uh when they like when they first started launching um and they contributed it to uh extraordinary demand for its library of disney you know television shows and movies which which of course. I, I'm sorry that that's something that should be ironed out before you're launching because, yep, that's what everybody's there to do is to stream your 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 programs. So don't right. turn around and say that. Oh well, yeah, it crashed because there was such a high demand. Uh, yeah, because you had ten million customers in the first twenty four hours looking to use your streaming service. You should have been prepared for that.
1: Well, and apparently the estimates internally from what I read uh, behind the scenes was they were expecting 4 million.
0: Oh, that's ridiculous. I mean, they they push 4 million people through Disneyland alone like every couple weeks.
1: (laughs) Oh, but I'm saying like that's what they they thought. They were like, okay, you know, uh, Apple TV just launched. Netflix is a huge contender. People trust them. Uh, we were thinking like 4 million, uh, within the first 48 hours and they hit 10 million the first 24. Yeah. So like,
0: I, I mean, uh, I don't, I don't know. I mean, in this day and age, I mean, they, they probably should have looked into a little bit of online marketing and be like, yo, Netflix, how many people have you got pushing through in a week? Right. <laughs> like that streaming services, uh, not only are, are, the way to go, and most people are canceling their television anyways, because between Disney Plus and and Netflix and, let's say, Amazon Prime, you're going to spend $24 versus hundreds of dollars in in television, right? So I feel like that was a huge oversight on Disney's part, and and don't get me wrong, I I love my Disney, but um, you guys kind of really pooched it when you didn't anticipate such a large launch. Like I know, no. four million seems like a lot, but no, nah, I don't think in the in the general, uh, you know, you've got just, Star Wars, you've got this brand new The Mandalorian, which is huge hyped. Everybody's waiting or or riding on on the new Star Wars movie that's out. So of course they want to jump into it, uh, and then of course you've got all the children's programming.
1: Yeah, it's it's insane, man. Like uh, I'm surprised that the projections were that low. Yeah. Um, but based on statistical data, they really only have, like, a few sparse launches. Like, Amazon Prime um, never had the, the intellectual properties that Disney has. Netflix launched, and it was a slow burn because they were the first to kind of pioneer, so it was a crawl. You know, they started hitting big numbers year over year, but they, they never just went boom, you know what I mean, Like like Disney did. So mm-hmm. it they're kind of in uncharted territory. It's hard to predict because no one's really launched the way they launched. Yeah. yeah. So like even Apple was hard to predict because Apple was giving their subscription uh, for Apple Plus mm-hmm. or uh, with uh, or Apple TV Plus Apple sorry TV. Yep. Um, with new iPhone purchases, you were getting a year of it. Mm-hmm. So even that was like I don't know. It's just it's hard to predict when you're when like the way Disney just like no this is the price this is what it's going to be and this is the day it launches um and it's going to have this this and this like it's the first time that anybody's really done that so yeah it's kind of exciting mhm mhm yeah, um but man they they I, if <sighs> they're not going to touch Netflix for a long time but if anybody does it it's going to be them you know i've seen what apple's doing and um they're kind of like the Definitely, they're the the redheaded stepchild of the the two of them, <laughs> the three of them. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, you'd think a company being as rich as they are, uh, you know, having more money than God, they would have had more content. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it's uh, Disney's between Disney and Netflix. It's I mean that's it's a lot of stuff there.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's true. So I mean, I, I just feel like it's another um, station. Or, or streaming platform in the pool that now helps you eliminate television because quite frankly like i I hate television i I hate paying hundreds of dollars for the six channels I like to watch you yep. know um and and I would have been pro oh, i'm gonna buy my individual channels if they actually made it of value as opposed to because i remember at one point you were like oh yeah you can customize it however you want you could buy individual channels and it's like you're not at 25 dollars a channel like and then i'm exactly. just paying the same damn price so yeah i was gonna
1: ask you i heard at work i heard somebody say at work today that uh disney bought espn
0: did you hear about that i've i've heard rumors about it i i didn't know it actually had happened Um, I know they were looking into it, uh, I mean, because they acquired like National Geographic and a whole bunch of others, I think. So, uh, and all of Fox, right? I mean, that's what a lot of their, the uh, Disney Plus programming, it's it's all Fox movies.
1: Yeah, like that's, yeah. And that's the thing with Disney is that they just, they have, they already own so much stuff. Like, uh, man, they're, they're an entity. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they have the potential, um, to to become the bigger than Netflix for sure, oh, because they definitely. own all the best IPs.
0: Yeah, and 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 they pulled all their big titles off of Netflix, anyways. That people loved, right? I mean, again, anybody who has children uh, love to pull up the Disney movies.
1: Yeah, and and the Disney movies alone, like my wife went cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs when. They said that Disney Plus would have all the Disney original Disney movies on it yeah. remastered. Yeah, yeah, and
0: and I've heard from a few people that have it. They say that it looks fantastic, like even like old movies like Cinderella.
1: Oh yeah, 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 completely remastered. Like, it's funny. Yeah. I bought Disney Plus 6 months ago which I just didn't know about. it. <laughs> <laughs> so Surprise. basically as soon as it started peeking its head in I I, I already it was already on my credit card so. Yeah,
0: that's awesome. But yeah, um, so uh one more thing in tech that uh I uh I kind of wanted to bring up was and, and I thought maybe you would be excited for this um that Valve announced the new Half-Life game.
1: Yes. Yes. I, uh, I did hear about that. I don't know what I, how I feel about it yet. Cause apparently it's VR only.
0: So that was, um, yeah. So just recently they had announced that it's going to be their new flagship VR game. Um, and, and a lot of people were speculating there was some whispers in the wind that maybe it would be a VR game. And then people started getting really upset with that possibility. Um, I don't know how I feel about it because I feel like as someone who's played the original, um, uh, half-life games, it has, uh, has some amazing potential to be a fantastic VR game. Oh, Um, totally. You know, it's just, um, there's not a lot of people on the VR bandwagon yet still, um, due to costs. And, and, you know, even though the equipment is now becoming a lot more perfected, um, I feel like that is a, a huge ship to jump on to, for people who've been waiting. What it's it almost been like 20 years since there's been a half-life yeah. game. So two,
1: nineties when two launched. Yeah.
0: So. so like it's, it's been a long time. Uh, people are dying for half-life. They've been talking about it for, for decades now and to just make it VR. Oh, I, I feel like that's such a risky move.
1: It really is. Um, I think that they had to, to, they promised that there would be, uh, they would put Valve IP into VR. Yeah. Um, and I think that being the biggest one probably made more sense. Now, there's definitely some financial motive behind this because um, don't forget Valve uh, earlier this year, uh, what was it, four, four months ago actually, launched their very own proprietary VR system. Yep. So they want to sell them. They want to sell more of them. They're a thousand bucks. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and if this is gonna if this is gonna sell more hardware, now they're not wrong. VR is incredible, and and VR is the future for sure. There's no doubt. I have one, so I know that when they, yeah, I mean, even now, um, when I first bought the Oculus Rift, the original, yeah, um, I tried the DK one which was the developer kit one uh, when I went up to an event um, in Toronto and I was just like, this is incredible. And that was just a seated experience with no hand controls. Yeah. And I remember it was like, it felt like that uh, the first time when I opened up the Nintendo 64 and I turned on Mario, I was just Uh, like, like Mario 64. It sounds so
0: good. Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. You're just like, it, it kind of brought back that nostalgic feeling um of being a kid again Mm -hmm. and and vr has the power to do that because it's just it's so different um and then it's come a long way like i went to the i bought the original rift and and i had the rift for a while and i was just like uh you know what there wasn't a lot of games for it um and the games that were being developed were pretty rinky dink they were like uh arena shooters and stuff like that like very uh cookie cutter template and i was like ah you know what the technology's cool but the content's not there yeah. And, uh, and now um, I, I, I brought the Rift S um, and uh, I picked that up. And now that there's there's like AAA games for it, man, like there's this game that, that I've seen called Asgard's Wrath. Mm-hmm. And it's a full 30-hour game. Um, it's kind of like Skyrim. You get to walk around in it. You become a god. It looks fantastic. I've, it's got crazy ratings. And it's considered a AAA game. And I'm like, okay, we're finally at a point now. Um, where the content has finally caught up to the hardware, because that was, I think, that the the main limiting factor. Mm-hmm. Um, because it was just like when you have a VR, it's like, okay, this is really really cool, but now I have to play the same game with the different color, um, you know, a thousand times. This isn't fun. Yeah. Yeah. So, and now that barrier has been broken, and I think VR is, is, it's just scratched the surface because anybody who actually tries it, um, seems to love it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so. that's, that's apparently a lot better than um, Asgard's Wrath, which was uh, a shit simulator. So, <laughs> nobody Is that liked that, that. Real? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, that doesn't
1: even sound like a joke.
0: <laughs> I, I can imagine um, someone making it, though.
1: Hey, man, Steam will greenlight anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> There's some
0: shitty games out there. You better
1: copyright that right away, because you're going to go on Steam like four days and you're going to see Asgard's Wrath. <laughs> A S
0: S G U A R D. Oh fuck! I swear, if it comes That's out, great. I better get some type of creative rights on that. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: Well, I mean, like you—you've you, been over and you've tried it out. I mean, isn't it like? I mean, mind it's, you, it's I didn't sick. have it's, any it's triple It's really awesome. Games, yeah, but uh, it's you know, pretty. Beat Saber pretty cool. Pretty sweet. Tech.
0: If if only I could play Beat Saber, and instead of it being blocks, I'm like mowing down Sith or something, that'd be pretty cool.
1: Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. Some type of mod. Yep. Exactly.
0: Or you're just decapitating people.
1: <laughs> well, speaking of Sith goods, sir, that <laughs> leads me into a piece of my tech news. Ah. So, the new Star Wars Fallen Order game came out.
0: Yes. Yes. And pretty excited it's getting
1: game. awesome reviews.
0: Yeah. I think this is, um, it's kind of new, um, I I like the the idea of this character being one of the the padawan kind of that escaped uh um Anakin's wrath and in the whole butchering of all the uh of all the uh, the Jedi students yep. and and has gone into hiding and and now being kind of like the the last jedi out there and and having to hide who he is I th- I think the concept for this game is fantastic
1: and apparently it is fantastic. So it's a it's a long game. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a single player. Apparently there's like no microtransactions. Uh, it's just a great game. And uh, EA uh, respawn did it. So the same guys that did Titanfall. Okay. And uh, people were so originally they said it was going to be canceled because people uh, EA has just always been about microtransactions. They yeah. got rated the worst company. Uh, I think, what was it, 20, 2017 or something? They were yeah. literally ranked the worst company Yeah. Uh, in America. And uh, they had to make some changes. And I guess they put this one back on the roadmap because the fans said, look, we just want a single-player game without having to spend a bunch of money other than buying the game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, and And that's what they did. And apparently it's done extremely well. It's been very well reviewed. That's amazing. And a little little trick for our listeners: if you're going to pick it up, if you just want to play it, you can sign up for a month of Origin Premier, uh, uh-huh. and you get the ultimate version of the game. It's twenty bucks a month, um, but then you can cancel. You lose access to the game, but if you've already beat it, you instead of paying eighty bucks for the game, you can get it for twenty.
0: That's pretty sweet. So. Yeah, that's awesome, man.
1: Yeah. Yeah, cool. So I've actually cool. i've I, uh, i've got it on my my hit list here.
0: Yeah. Got it on download so, yet?
1: <laughs> what's that? It
0: said getting it ready for download.
1: Yep, getting it ready to download and go. So
0: sweet. I look forward to seeing that one.
1: Did you have any more tech news?
0: No, I think that's actually all my news, man.
1: Okay, and then I have one last piece then before we wrap it up. Cool. And uh, plug our social. So, yep. um, Pokemon Sword and Shield actually came out last week. Yes. Yeah. And and you gotta uh, have the all. A, you apparently gotta get these. Launch.
0: Yeah. Did I... you hear
1: any of that I, there was a lot of controversy? Apparently, um, there was like a big Twitter uh, outrage against the, uh, Game Freak, not Nintendo. Okay. It was mostly Game Freak because. Something about them taking the National Pokédex away, which got rid of a lot of Pokemon into the game, and people thought that that was unfair because the whole thing is Pokemon got to catch them all, Well, you can't catch them all yep. <laughs> in this new game. So fair enough, yeah, um, yeah. So I think there there was just a big, uh, uh, and, and I guess people had said, ask Game Freak if they were going to be reusing assets from old games uh, for some of the models. <laughs> And They're they like, said, no, 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 we'd <laughs> never do that. No. And then somebody data mined the new game and yep. it's literally copy and paste.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I not surprised.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a lot of work, right? Like, yeah. and they've already done it once. So I can see them, you know, not wanting to invest a whole bunch of time in making them from scratch. Um, yeah. If you've got so, the
0: models already, why, why have to rebuild them? Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so I think that's a little unfair, um, yeah. You know, it's, but at the
0: same time, don't say you're not going to do it and then do it. I think that's well, the point, right?
1: It's it's really interesting, and in this and why I wanted to bring this up, this controversy around making changes and stuff like that, is because we're starting to see this trend. Like even five years ago, like the video game, the video game industry has always has always done this. So basically, what happens is they release something, the fans bitch and complain, and then it gets changed to to suit the 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 greater majority, yep, right after feedback. That's the only industry where that happens. Yeah, like people don't just people don't put out a screening of a movie uh, and then they're like, "Oh, we're gonna change the whole thing." You know what I mean? That never happens,
0: <laughs> except they're for like, Sonic.
1: <laughs> okay, and that, and so that's what that was actually what I was getting at is that except Sonic. So yeah. now we finally hit a, a movie a movie studio who heard the fans mm-hmm. outcry for, like, what the hell. I'm sure that they had an accountant run some numbers and figure out how many ticket sales they're going to lose. Um, but, like, to be honest, um, I wasn't going to see that movie because it looked so bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, it looked so bad. And, I, I, dude, I grew up on Sonic. So that's a huge deal for me. I was pissed. I was like, they ruined this whole concept for me. Yeah. But um. Apparently the new, the new ones look pretty good. Dude, the new trailer, I'm back. I'm like now I'm more hyped than I ever was even just hearing about it before. Yeah. Cuz it's so good. That's amazing. So, and uh and yeah, I cost them probably a couple mil. They yeah. said they said that uh somebody quoted 30 million they said it would probably cost, and yeah. I guess somebody from Paramount said, "Yeah, it didn't cost anywhere near that." Yeah. Um so I'm getting I'm probably going to guess 5 million
0: to redo it, but Yeah. If it's good, though, it'll, you'll make it back.
1: Oh, 100%, man. Yeah. Like, think of all the people. Like, just from my own mentality, I was not going to see that movie. Yeah. So now I'm I'm going to see that movie, and I'm bringing the fam.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, and, a, so, and a bag of onion rings.
1: <laughs> and, a, <laughs> and a bag of onion rings. <laughs> yeah. And the dead, dead squirrel named Tails. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> a squallet. So, no, but you got to think too, man. As a franchise, like you bring Sonic back, imagine all the money off the toys you make. Oh, and just um, just the new video games. opportunities. Sonic and Tails, Sonic and Knuckles. Yep. Um, it's great to see Jim Carrey back in a funny role. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah. I, I think, don't know. I man, think it'll it be just, good.
0: I, I think uh, I definitely, I would definitely like to see it. After seeing what they've changed, I think I definitely
1: would like to see it were were you gonna go see it before with no. the old trailer? no,
0: no, no, when I saw that old one and and it's it's weird creepy mouth, and I was like, nope, I'm out, <laughs> okay, yeah,
1: so you're kind of like me on this one then,
0: Yeah. yeah, and again, old school sonic player, right, so yeah, cool right on and actually just uh speaking of of movies um just to let everybody know, our next guest is uh one of the uh is is a producer uh of the oldest and and longest running independent movie company trauma films uh we have lloyd Kaufman coming up on the show
1: all right yeah
0: so uh I, i'm i'm excited to talk to him about uh his uh his career in in producing movies and uh and their awesome uh, kind of campy uh style movies that of course uh, i i grew up on and, and remember watching and uh, I think it's going to be a great conversation I, I've heard he's uh, quite a, a funny guy
1: yeah that's going to be a fun one
0: perfect so uh, let's wrap things up with our social media sir
1: absolutely call it out
0: alright we've got uh, you can you can get a hold of us on uh,
1: our Facebook is the freaking awesome podcast
0: uh, our Instagram
1: is the fat podcast
0: our Twitter account
1: the fat four
0: uh, you can always hit us up on our web page
1: uh, fap.ca or
0: uh, just reach out to us on our email,
1: Thefappodcast at gmail
0: So thanks for tuning in to the freaking awesome podcast. We hate to see you go,
1: but we love to see you come. I'm
0: on the air. We on the air. We got this pocket.
1: Ah, uh, oh, not again. Freaking sweet. <laughs>